Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... If you have to say, I'm not a fuckboy, then you are a fuckboy. <laughs> Imagine being that calm all the time. Can't relate. I, I actually can't relate to the calmness. Probably can't even find the clip, let's be honest. So we are here doing our very first Married at First Sight 2024 recap. Oh my gosh. This is the maths 2024 weddings recap like this is all of the weddings guys this ain't like you know we're talking about the participants that we've seen a photo of them now we've seen the weddings these are our thoughts our opinions but also we're gonna take bets to who we think's actually gonna stay together who's the biggest drop kick of the season and who's gonna be the standout I think we've got to take a few bets here, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. We're going to guess who's going to be together until the end. Yeah. And then, you know, when the season's wrapped up in three or four months or however long it is, then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, love that. But I think we should start out as we do kind of each season now after ours, which is this is only the second, so relax, dull. But our message to the 2024 maths participants what do you think, babe? What's your biggest takeaway of what, you know, what's your message to them? We've already had a few of the 2024 cast slide into our DMs prior to the show going live and prior to them handing over their social media to Channel 9, which cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. Ch- very cheeky and, and also classic me not even knowing how to find my DMs on TikTok. But I found a t- I found a DM which I had missed the boat because now her account has been taken off her. I'm not going to say who it is, um, but yes, we have had some participants reach out to both of us. And look, my message: uh, if you are listening and you're you know currently watching yourself on the show, Hope you guys are listening, 2024 participants. Hi, welcome to sit with us. Welcome, and also like good luck, man, because it is a ride. It is hectic. It's emotional. It's exciting. Like the anxiety is high. Like your adrenaline is through the roof. Like four nights a week. Like it's a lot. It's a lot what you're about to go through. Just be careful with who you talk to and what you tell them because. I know I know what I did when I came off the show. I went on a platform and I, I shared everything. I shared like all of my secrets that were with me and my my ex-husband on maths. I shared a lot. And um, do I regret it? Yes, because it definitely like spun a lot of shit and it created a lot more drama and it actually just made it harder for me. So you would say your advice at this point right now where the participants are, well, you know, the weddings have just aired, your advice would be keep your cards to your chest right now. Embrace the the moment, the wave that you're riding right now. I, I think, you know, th- there's a lot to be said about holding your cards close to your chest but also remembering that at the end of this crazy ride of the show airing, you will get your social media back and you will have an opportunity once the show has aired and once everyone's seen everything to finally 
have your say if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people want to finally have their opinion. And, you know, there are opportunities throughout that Channel 9 give the participants of doing media and, and, and there is only so much you can say, which fair enough because you don't want to spoil the show and we get it. Like we've been there. We know. Like you want to be able to say what happens and but you've got to be a bit diligent and it's it's all for their benefit though. Like you want the show to do well. You want people to be able to enjoy it. You want your season to be successful. Also, I think like the hardest part is everyone's always goes through a really different experience in maths, right? So for me, I was in a relationship, and you, I guess, we were, we were in relationships yeah. until the end and we yep. couldn't spoil the fact that we were still with them and, you yes. know, that's what ruins the storyline if you're still with them or not. Yeah. But I would say wait until you've got your accounts back to then really, you know, do whatever you want to do. But before you get that access, just be really careful with who you think you can trust. Yeah, and like who you can tell because no matter what you think, it's going to come out. Like if you're trying to protect a secret and like keep something private, it's going to come out if you've told someone who is not like an actual trustworthy person to you. It's going to come out. Yeah, if you're telling someone who has a platform, and this isn't even even including us, like if 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 a maths participant right now reached out to us and was like, I want to come on your podcast... If someone was to come to us now and like wanted to talk to us and wanted to tell us stuff, I actually don't want to know anything because I want to just I know. embrace it and watch the show as it happens. But also I would tell them like be very careful who you talk to and who you create a bond with and who you think is your friend. Just just remember that because I think everyone knows what we're alluding to here and I guess yeah, I and they've so seen too. it all play out. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to this episode right now, you're you're invested in the maths world and you've seen stuff on social media. So you know what we're kind of alluding to here. And we're just speaking directly now to the maths participants. If that situation of what me and Ella went through has not taught you anything, that I don't know what is. You know what I mean? And if that's not going to be a big red flag, you're playing with your story. Let me let's just say that. You are. And I mean, for me, my biggest advice to the participants is enjoy it. Yeah. These three and a half, four months will fly by and it's a wild, crazy ride. Yeah. But just enjoy it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, yes, it's going to be shit. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, things that you see that you don't like, mm-hmm. that, you know, are parts of you that you just really wish never happened and you wish you could take it back, things you said, and you want to stand up for yourself and say, oh, no, that's not how it happened. But, look, you said it, you did it, whatever. Own it. It's on TV. Ride the wave, just enjoy it. Like we are. We're fucking enjoying it. Oh, yeah, dude. Like these weddings? Oh, my gosh. I I have loved it. I have loved everything so far. I feel like I'm watching maths for the first time. Yes, I feel like last season ruined maths for me a bit. I was not really – I didn't love last season. I'm going to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, neither did I. I honestly don't really remember who is on last season. You didn't gravitate towards anyone. No one was really standout personalities for me. I found them all a bit musha musha. And Italian, that's just like a bit, ah, bland. Fucking no flavour. Didn't even have any salt, babe. Nothing to remember. Do you know what I mean? Oh, should we start by how the episodes went and how we were introduced? Australia. Prepare to fall. Head over heels for love. Let's get married. I mean, we love that that it starts out with the girls' night and the boys' First, night. Okay, so we're, we're at the hands, we're at the bucks. 
which I thought was pretty tame, to be honest. I thought it was very tame. It was tame. I was like, okay, I like this. Like they're getting to know each other. They're vibing. People, no one looked lit. There was a bit of litness, but it wasn't over the top, which I liked that. It felt like everything went really quickly. It did. It was a bit rushed. We did. We did find out that there was a same-sex couple. Yes, we did, and I was really excited about that. Very excited. Michael and Simon. Uh, but, but Bao, unfortunately, Mr. Simon, which let's stop getting Simons on the show. Like they just they just don't work out. It's the weekly wrap-up, so I guess we can say that we can Mr. Say. Simon, he walked away. And you know what? When he shared his story and he said, look, I was married before to a woman, I have kids. Straight, and then he was like, uh, I'm here for a man. Straight away, I was like, okay, that's a really big step. When John came back and said like, he's decided to not go through with it, I was like not surprised because it's a very big thing to do. I mean, especially on national TV, like to be doing this. So if some of his friends don't know or like, I don't know, family don't know, you just never know. Like you're coming out potentially. You know, he's been in a seven-year same-sex situationship. So I think he just, he really didn't, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. But I felt I really did feel for Michael. But let's start off with the first wedding that we see. First two weddings in that episode were great. So we had Sarah and Tim. Sarah and Tim. Timmy. Oh, gorgeous wedding. Both. She looked beautiful. Loved her dress. Look, first impressions, I was like, okay, he's cute. Like he's a cute looking guy, you know. Nice smile, fresh faced, fit. Um, and also the the experts, I will say, like that whole thing of those two being sp- speaking Spanish and like everything was just perfect. Like they seemed like a match made yeah. in fucking heaven. Yeah. I mean – Let's just say this year the experts really got it right. I, I'm loving these ma- these matches, I'm going to say. They've genuinely probably paired spot on 70% of them to potentially work out, not like yep. 90% to fail. Um, <laughs> so It was a beautiful wedding, but then we get to the reception and then shit just fucking hit the fan. It was weird. Like that best man, I don't know what he was on. Well, he, he was thought- saying that he broke up with her, his ex-girlfriend six months ago and he was going to propose. It, uh, it was... If that was me and I went on maths and the guy that I was matched with told me that, I'd be like, bloke, you're not over your ex. That was six months ago yeah. and you were going to put a ring on it. Yeah. Six months after you've broken up with a person that you were going to put a ring on it, not long I would enough. be, yeah, if I was her as well, I would I'd have my reservations. Then they went on their honeymoon and there was just one thing he did that straight away was like, nah, when he said, you need to relax. Yeah. At the dinner table. First of all, it came out of nowhere. And like every time he's like, what we've seen so far of him with the blow ups, I don't know. He blows up in random. It's a bit rando. And also when you tell a woman, like, I mean, it's the rule. It's in number one rule in a rule book for any man is if you tell a woman to relax, she's definitely not going to relax. And also she's going to be pissed. Sarah obviously had some shifty feelings towards Tim because she was like, oh, this guy's like literally six months out of a relationship that he was yeah. going to propose. Mm-hmm. And then he tells me to relax and then she's just like, see ya. And she gets up and walks away. And I mean, can't blame her. Can't blame a chick. All the way that went down, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'd probably be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same. And then they've kind of, you know, like they've gone, then they've like warmed back up. Then they've sort of. 
Which all makes sense. We know how it goes at the, you know, during your your honeymoons. Like you, you're together, you're starting to be together twenty four seven with this person that's still technically a stranger, and it goes ups and downs. And then you have your honeymoon box, and the questions come up, and they can re- it releases all these feelings and emotions. So I can understand that. But really, the highlight for me of episode one, let's be honest, Cassandra and Tristan, that beautiful wedding, oh, so many emotions. Cassandra, mm. oh my god, like. Wow. My heart just like dropped out of my chest when What a story. I man. heard her story. And I also feel like there's quite a lot of sadness with everyone's backstories this year. There's a lot of um loss to really close people of theirs. I mean, for me, Cassandra's really was like, oh my God, my heart it, oh, because yeah. it was a partner of hers and someone that she saw herself being with for the rest yeah. of her life. And yeah. I mean, we are talking about a dating show. So for me, that was really something like, yeah. wow, she's allowing herself and giving herself this opportunity to open up to love. I know. You know, I just, oh, I loved it. And her dad's speech. Oh, oh her dad, oh. her whole family is oh. just so beautiful. And, and yeah, she lost her mum to cancer as well, oh, which God, was just like, oh my God. It's just like, it's a lot. It was a lot. She was just so like vulnerable and the way that she shared her journey in life was just like which i love because let's be honest if you're going on maths you need to be vulnerable otherwise why the fuck are you there yeah you know so no i feel like cass is just like really light her her energy is just so light and pure and like calming and fun and energetic what do you think of the pairing with tristan though do you think it's a good match i need to see more of them I haven't. I can't make up my mind yet. As the time goes on, we'll probably see more, more layers to Tristan. Yeah, like, I need to see layers. Looks like a lovely bloke, gentleman, respectful. Gentleman, we love. Like asked if he could kiss her oh, as well. Like oh the God. day before, he was like, "Can I to maybe kiss you tomorrow?" I was like blushing. I was like, oh, I love this. "Hoping, babe. We're hoping for love We're this hoping. season." And then our next two weddings. Who did we have? So we had Lucinda. Lucinda Light. Lucinda Light. Which she really speaks like that and it's a calming voice always. Imagine being that calm all the time. Can't relate. I, I actually can't relate to the calmness. She, like the way she speaks, it's quite endearing. Like when I'm hearing her oh. talk, I'm like, you actually sound really not. I don't know. Like I go into a trance to be honest. It was like she was like doing magic on my mind. And she's matched with Timothy which obviously his name is also Tim, but there can't be two Tims. Yeah. So Timothy is the older Tim in the series. He also had a pretty sad story about losing his dad only five weeks ago, which is fucking rough, man. And he calls himself the Tin Man, you know, because he's got no heart. And at the start, when we met this match, I straight away was like, this is definitely a mismatch because he said, I can't be with someone who meditates. Ah, oh. Lucinda gets up first thing in the morning and meditates, and he said, "I can't be with someone." Who- but why? What was the reasoning, though? He's not into being. He's not into spirituality. Like he's just not into it. He's just like completely closed off to that sort of stuff, um, which is really obvious. And I mean, look, when she had the blessing at the wedding, I thought that was a little bit intense, bringing in the chicken or the wings and the smoke and doing that whole blessing. At least they didn't like kill a chicken and bleed it out and rub themselves in blood. And I mean, you just don't. Well, on the altar. well, Lucinda's friend at the wedding was like, "I've got a dead crow in the freezer at home." Shit. Timothy gives me only fuck under thirty vibes, and he also gives me like he's quite broken. Oh, that's deep, babe. <laughs> I feel like he's quite a broken man. Like I do. I feel like he's quite broken oh. and like he he's like always on the defense and, you know, Lucinda is very 
compassionate and emotional and in touch and like it makes him very very uncomfortable which means yes. he's, he's just not emotionally which aware. Which is weird. Like you're older sir. Like yeah. you know come on get it together. I don't know like I think that he's got a lot of growing up to do and he hasn't Ooh. had to face a lot mm. of like obviously trauma with his dad passing yes, yes. and all that but Emote like relationship. Yes, putting up walls in order yeah. to kind of get over certain things, but not actually handling them when the moment comes. Yeah, I think that's what I and mean. And it's quite common with men that age as well that aren't in relationships. So I think it's very interesting and it's great. And I applaud Maths for getting on these older couples this year. I'm really vibing it. Yeah. Who do we have next? Up next is Jack and Tori. Wow. I mean, wow. That, let's just say wow first up. Yeah. Because I, I – and this is why I'm stumbling and fumbling for words because this is honestly how I feel about this couple. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost for words, to be honest with you. First impressions of Jack, I'm going to say I'm really sad that his name's Jack because it ruins my Jack, Maths Jack, and also my Bubba Jack, who is my partner now. Because the Jack that we have here with Tori – if he doesn't realize why he is a walking red flag, I don't I think I need a mirror and I need to hold it up and I need to say, "All right, I'll I'll spell it out for you." Number 1, solarium tan. Mm. Number 2, porcelain white veneers. Mm-hmm. 3, man bun with mm. your two-day fade that you go to the hairdresser probably more than I do. Like we hear it every year, there's always yeah. a bloke there's that comes on. There's always one, there's always a red flag. There's always a guy that says Oh, I look like a fuckboy, but I'm not a fuckboy. If you have to say, I'm not a fuckboy, then you are a fuckboy. <laughs> because why is that word even floating around you? Like, people don't make this shit up. Like, if you have to say that you are not a fuckboy, you are a fuckboy. Says he's not a fuckboy, but I didn't buy his bullshit. Like, button up your shirt. Get a sh- get a suit shirt that's actually your size and fits you, not mm. two fucking sizes too small. Mm. I'm giving you tips here. Do you yeah. want to look like a fucking non a fuck boy? Yeah. I'm trying to help you. Tori, I feel like, wants that kind of type though. So, I mean, look, each to their own. I do feel like Tori wants that kind of look. But even the things that he was saying in his interview, like, Jack, you know that your interviews get played on mass. I know. You knew that they were going to play you saying, I'm a very sexually active man. I know how to have good sex and I can fuck really good. Like you uh. knew. You knew that they were going to play your tapes. Like how, if you weren't a fuck boy, I'm sorry, but uh, you don't say that. Uh, who says I know I can fuck good? He was I'm like, sorry. oh, I just know like how to read a woman straight away, like from the way we kiss and like how to fuck her and Probably can't even find the clip, let's be honest. Let's be honest, he probably can't. But do you know what I mean? It gives us those vibes. If a man is going out and saying that, like I'm all for confidence. You can be confident. But it's like, dude, it fully gives the vibe that you can't find the clip, sir. Like I'm sorry. It's like Yuki, for example, small dog syndrome. Yeah. She has to overcompensate. So she's barking at everyone because she's like, I'm a big girl, even though she's tiny. So it's like when – I feel personally when a man or whoever has to boast or make it known I can fuck real good. When you got to make that shit known, yeah. It probably means the opposite. Oh, I can read a woman. Like I read her and she opens her legs and she just fucking's wet. It's just Come a really on. but it's just a really weird thing to talk about on uh television. Yeah, it is. If you don't want people to think that you're a fuckboy. You don't speak about that. And knowing That's you're like, going on maths. Like, come on, sir. Sorry, Jack. You, ha- you obviously haven't watched or you've just really a bit thick. Yeah. But Tori looks lovely. A uh, bit of a hard head. We love that. Yeah. We love a stubborn woman. 
I think Jack's really met his match here. Yeah. Um, I feel like he wants a woman that he can kind of walk over. Well, he or... even said, like, she'll be a good girl. She's an alpha chick and, you know, she likes to be in control and she's a hard worker and all that and so is he. But he was like, yeah, she'll be a good girl. Oh, I don't like that. But Tori, don't really know much about you yet. Because unfortunately it's all been about Jack because he's really dominating here. But we don't know much about Tori. We want to know more about her. I mean, look, they had a nice honeymoon. He said he wasn't sexually attracted to her and it can take six weeks. And if I'm not into you then, then okay, maybe we're not going to work. Alrighty then. Which is a bit weird to me. Bit fucking weird. Very fucking weird if you ask me. All right, so next we've got Natalie and Collins. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, Natalie. It's a bit of a mixed uh, feeling with this couple. Natalie, obviously you are an absolute gem. She's a gamer. She works in public health. She's a physio. I love her so much. She's like my brother who is in physio and works in the public health system. I love you. Thank you, Natalie, for everything that you do. And her dad also did pass away six weeks before filming. Oh, darling. Um, so she was – she's highly emotional, I think, out of the people who have had loss going into this, her being very recent and being a female in the experiment. Hers is pretty recent. So I don't know. Like I think that might be a lot harder for her. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And and being at, you know, a wedding and having yeah. all of that, you want your family around you so you, she'd be thinking of her dad. Uh, then – Weirdly, she's matched with Collins, who I feel is not emotionally intelligent at all, has never been in a relationship. Yeah. He gives me mummy boy vibes. Yeah. No offence. And he also did not remember her name. Yeah. At the wedding, he said Nikki. That I find weird. I was like, ooh. Because as someone who's walked down the aisle and married at first sight, you are waiting. You can't wait to know their name. Yeah. That's the one thing. It's like, oh, my God, what's your name? Like, that's the one thing you remember. Yeah. Can understand you're nervous. Get all that too. Yeah. You no know, nerves. And, and look, I'll be honest, I will give some points to Collins when they were on the honeymoon and he was honest with Natalie and said, look, it's been a lot. You know, I think everything's sunk in because he ended up asking for the wedding night to be separated. Yes. Yes. So I think when he delivered that message to her in the morning, I was like, that's really good of you because that's hard to do. We've got some communication. Good yeah. sign. Okay. Hoping the communication continues, but. But look, I don't know. He he does this like pause and then he does like this like emotion thing. So I don't know. Like Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That, that kind of shit me actually. He would do like said, a pause yeah. and then like it was like he was remembering to act. I don't know. I just don't really buy it. Stay tuned. Natalie, we love you. We fucking love you. The next couple we have is Jaden and Eden. Uh, Jaden and Eden. Dom and I, it's our favourite couple so far of the season. Look, we're just going to put it out there. We love Jaden and Eden. We love them. Um, also, you guys saw Ella made an appearance. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> her second maths appearance. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I thought, yeah, loved a little replay there. Look, I think that we like them Obsessed. the most probably right now because they're the same. They're, we're on the same page as them. Like yes. we can relate a lot to their experience right now because it's like same age same vibe you know obviously we know Jaden, mitch blah 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 do you know what else i love i love that they're both in the same state oh i mean like that just makes everything work i mean it makes everything so much easier i think you know Jaden is so much more ready for love than i think mitch was Mm. i mean like let's just be honest we both Mm. we've both said that i think eden 
just looks like the most beautiful person. I mean, physically she's stunning, but oh, just she's so you know, I love her relationship that she has with her dog Cub. Yeah. I love that even though she's been cheated on in the past, she's opening herself up to finding love. And she's ready. And I just loved that. And I really loved their interaction on the wedding day. I thought it was really beautiful. They had a gorgeous wedding. It was a bit weird seeing Mitch on the screen again. Yes. How was that doll? It was just a bit weird. Like I didn't know how much airtime he was going to get. I didn't expect that much to be said. How did you feel about it when he said that, you know, you're kind of the one that got away? And It was pretty he- funny like how <laughs> it was pretty funny how like maths, how they've edited it when like Jaden and Eden are having their first dance and you just see in the background like Mitch sitting there like watching. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. funny how they did that, i got to say. I mean, look, it is no surprise that now, three years later, he can say that he regrets not giving it more. That's no surprise because I think anybody would regret it. If you got the opportunity to go on that sort of experiment and get matched with someone like me, which I think he got pretty goddamn lucky, Mm -hmm. anyone would regret that. No surprise to me that he does. I don't know. A part of me is kind of like, mm, I don't know. Sometimes I don't buy it because, but that's probably because he betrayed a lot of trust of mine, you know, back and you then. And you were really fucking hurt, babe. Yeah. And, and like we've said numerous times on the podcast, like as much as time goes, you know, it does, even, those scars are still there. And mm. sometimes when you see certain things, hear things, it does bring back that hurt. And that's mm. why you still have that kind of, mm, you don't trust it. I mean, for me, when I watched it, it was really emotional. I it took me back. I, I for me when I saw that final vows, I it took me back to when I got the phone call from you when Ooh. they replayed your final vows. I just remember because me and you we had our final vows on the same day, and I just remember getting back to the hotel and speaking to you, and just you were just so defeated. And it really took me back. It brought me back to that point in time, I know. and I just remember how fucking sad you were, and how just. Cut you, man. Oh, it was the worst day ever. I literally walked into my final vows and everyone knew his decision but me. Like my own producer was just like weird to me and nobody was saying anything. Everybody was acting so weird and I'm like, what is going on? Like everyone knew but me. Anyway, um, but look, I did meet Jaden a few times. What was the vibe? Well, definitely different to Mitch, I will say. Like, first impressions, I actually thought he was a bit more reserved. He's a lot more quirky. I mean, it has been a few years, so, but he does, like, seem a lot more, like, confident. Interesting. Well, they are brothers, so. They've got to be alike in some way or another. I mean, they're blood related. And we'll see. Like, we've just seen the wedding and we've seen the honeymoon and it all looks gorgeous i mean they're just stunning together yeah. and they look like they're having the best time so we're, we're really enjoying this couple but look time will tell i mean look things are going to come up there's going to be you know you've got honesty week and you know intimacy week and all of these things are going to come up and the the experiment is made to throw these curveballs at these couples and that's what the experiment is for it's a fast-paced relationship so way more to come Who do we have next, doll? All right, we have got Ellie and Ben. Oh, Mr. Ben. Ben, don't buy it. I don't buy your shit, Ben. We don't, don't buy your shit, Ben. That's what his name is. We're not buying your shit, Ben, but also I think I'm calling him a bit bullshit, Ben. Bullshit, you know, Ben. 
bad Ben. I just don't know yet. Ben gives me bad vibes. Yeah, Ben gives me bad vibes. Look, obviously had another sad story here. His best friend died. Um, so Ben is the tour guide. Uh, he's got his own like tour guide oh, business. Look, we've all got a fucking sad story, babe. I, I know. There's a lot of sad stories, but I will say this wedding, and Ellie is just divine, like really, you know, just really genuine and like. Sweet, genuine. Very fluffy real. energy. Yes. You know, I, just- I, I get, you know what I get from her is just she sees the best in everyone. Yeah. Ellie yeah. totally sees the best in everyone and I really love that. And before Ellie's protective best friend got involved. I think her, like, her cousin. Her cousin, cousin sorry. Best, yes, yeah. He was amazing. Um, Before he got involved, I was looking at these two and I got Kerry and Johnny vibes. Kerry and Johnny from Maths like a few years ago. But then he opened his mouth and then ba-bow. Well, yeah, yeah. then the yeah, cousins yeah. sort of started digging and things unraveled and I was like, ooh, maybe I got that a bit wrong. I don't know if he's there for genuine reasons. I actually tend to agree with everything the best friend had to say. I literally turned to Jack and I said, you're 39 and you haven't settled down yet. What's wrong with you? I've said it. That's that's my feelings. But he has also just started a podcast <sighs> and he's got his business. So... And, like, even his vows and his speech, like, everything wasn't really – something didn't seem right. Everything he's kind of given and shown as of this point in time isn't showing me, the viewer, that he's genuine and actually wants to settle down. Yeah, same. Is he there for ulterior motives? Is he there to get his dick wet Mm. in future? Yeah, I don't think that it's – Going to be a Carrie and Johnny ending, though. No. I don't. I, I was hopeful. Is it another shitty Shannon? Are we going to get a bullshit Ben? Who knows? Next up, we have got Lauren, who is PR and marketing, and Jonathan, who owns a wellness center. Yes, Lauren, who we fucking love. We love yay, Lauren. Yay, yay. We love her. Yeah, the girls. She's great. She says exactly what we're thinking. I just laughed her whole wedding. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I'm sorry, but the moment where she said Jesus and cleavage. Oh, died. I died. Uh, to the to the sister. To the stepsister who uh, weirdly is giving me wants to fuck her stepbrother vibes. Yeah, she was I like. I said it. She was a bit overly protective. It was like, hang on a second. Like, are you in love with him? That moment, Lauren, if you're listening, when you said, oh, my God, Jesus and cleavage together. Like, that was fucking hilarious. You just can't script that shit. You are funny as. Oh, fuck. I want to have a champers with you, doll. <laughs> like, honestly. You know, it's giving that kind of vibes. But love her. Uh, Jonathan. I don't know. Jonathan. I, I'm not getting much personality from him yet, but it's early days. I don't think that they're a match. Mm. I think that they're very different. You know, he, he owns a wellness centre and she loves the grog, so that's not going to work. I see more Jonathan and Ellie. Whoops, I've said yeah, it. Yeah, I see Jonathan and Ellie being a better match. I, and I love that we've just said that and it's the fucking end of the weddings. But, hey, look. Well, you, we can tell, spot, you never, we're making predictions here. We're making yeah, predictions I mean, of look, what could happen. But in saying that, at the wedding, they were there was a few hot and heavy kisses between Lauren and Jonathan. There was. They were liking it. But then the honeymoon, I feel like Lauren was kind of like, oh, you know, it's like you're waking up after a one-night stand and you're like, holy shit, did that just happen? Oh, wow, this is my reality. I do feel like she was putting a lot of pressure on him after 24 hours. So early on. 
But I get it. I understand that though because I feel like I did the same kind of with Jack. I remember that feeling. Mm. You, you, you're, you've got your expectations are high. Yeah, I think. That, that's the thing. It's because they're that gra- they're a great guy, yeah. and you've got these high expectations early on. Mm. I understand where she's coming from in that. It doesn't help you in that situation because when you expect so much from them so early on, he got frustrated, and we saw that, didn't we? Like we saw that he's Which like, is fair on. enough. Like if you're a man oh, yeah. who's 39 years of age who is successful and has a business and you're being told to, to man up, like if I was him too, I'd be like, um. It's the same thing like telling a woman to calm down. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Like let's just chill for a sec. But so far that's everyone that we have met. No, we've got one more. We've got mum and dad of the year. Oh, yeah, we do too. Uh-huh, I skipped them. <laughs> Richard and Andrea. Mum and daddy. Oh, I, this is going to be a happy Fox. ending, surely. Oh, are you calling it now? I'm calling it. I don't know. The wedding, I just fell in love with both of them and I was oh. like smiling from ear to ear. They were also one of the – well, I'm pretty sure they were the only couple that actually had sex on their honeymoon. I don't think anyone else did. True. Because they're the only ones that got asked, so. Well, it's the only one that got asked and got shown. So who? We but don't they will know always yet. show it. They will always show it. If if the producer asks you, "Did you have sex?" They will show you answering. But Richard, I think you're a fucking cool dude. Like I don't know, you're living your best life. Yep, you're separated with your wife. You've got beautiful kids, and I love that he said he doesn't see divorce as a failure. I love that because you've said that before. Mate, rock on, Richard. Love that. I love that. I loved his attitude. Yeah, and he he says he's proud of the journey that he had with her, with his ex. So like you know, and he's got that's... beautiful kids out of it. I I I love that attitude, and I think he's ready to find love. I think maybe I'm a little bit more cynical. I hope with all of my heart that these two could find love and stay together. But for some reason, I can see it getting a bit spicy or a bit animosity. Mm. But. I hope they can push through. But I loved their wedding. I loved their honeymoon. I thought they were the cutest fucking thing. And how, like, crazy that maths is what broke her, Andrea, up with her partner. So she was watching maths. I can't remember. I think she said it was last year. (laughs) I'm assuming she's talking about Harrison. But she was watching maths and she has a gaslighting story with her ex-partner she didn't know about. And... Maths broke her up with her relationship. And I, in my notes, I've got, I wonder who she was talking about. I mean, surely it's Harrison. Would love to know. Yeah. Andrea, hit us up and can you just like let us know who it was? But how funny. Maths is, then she said it. She's like, Maths is what broke me up. So here I am and find me my new partner. Maths is going to bring her love. Yeah. And that's oh, why I'm like rooting so. for them. And I thought it was just so cool. They both ride motorbikes and like at 62, man, you know, we say it's hard to find a partner now. Yeah. It's tough out there. So I really hope that we see some real love with these two because I'm really rooting for them. Let's now place our bets. Okay. okay? It's are they going to get to final vows or are they going to make it to reunion? I think to make it easier, let's just say who is going to get to the end of final vows together, I reckon. Okay? Okay. Now. All right. Lauren and Jonathan. Negative. Bow, bow. Lauren and Jonathan, I do not think they're going to last, unfortunately. Jaden and Eden. Yes, they will get to final vows together. Yes. Sarah and Tim. Uh, No. No, I don't think they'll get to final vows. Cass and Tristan, yes. I, d- I say no. Okay. I think they'll oh, they'll leave amicably. They just know it can't work. That's my prediction. 
Tim and Lucinda, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, unfortunately. I really wish it would be different, but no. Jack and Tori. Uh, I feel like they're going to get to the end and it might be like a Tamara and Brent. There's going to be hurdles for them, but you know what? I reckon they might last because I feel like she's really into him. Weirdly. I think that they'll they'll get to final vows, but I just don't know how convinced I'll be that it's genuine. Yes, but yeah, agreed. They'll get yep. there. Natalie and Collins. No, I don't know. No. They won't. I really no. I'm sad for Natalie, man. Yeah. Ellie and Ben? No. Oh, look. It's a no for me. I feel like Ellie, she's going to see the best in him. I reckon they might. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say they're going to make it to. Okay. But then they'll hate each other at reunion. That's my prediction. Oh, my God. Wow. And that's the other thing we'll see is people will get to final vows and then they'll come to reunion broken up. Exactly. Whereas Mitch and I were the opposite. We left final vows not together but came to reunion together. Richard and Andrea, look, I'm going to say yes because I'm being hopeful. Uh you know what? I'm going to say yes on this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say yes. And then Lauren and Jonathan. No, no, unfortunately. I don't think that they'll actually make it to final vows. No, I don't think, I don't they, think no. so. And then we also, let's not forget, there will be new people coming in. Who apparently we're not um, allowed to call intruders. Yeah, we're not allowed to call them intruders. So I called them people. <laughs> I'm going to call them intruders. New, new matches, new oh, matches. no, they're intruders. New matches and let's hope that they're going to be rematching Michael because we really want to see, you know, I mean, they haven't had a same-sex relationship or marriage on the show since like 2009. I really so, oh, I wonder what's going to happen there. I mean, John did say that they're going to try and keep continuing to find him a match, but God. Fingers crossed. But yeah, oh my God, guys, what a wild ride. That's the weddings. That's our first initial thoughts. On the new participants of Maths 2024, um, bring it on, I say. I'm dying to see the the dinner parties. I mean, you know I love a bit of drama, but I love to see all the stuff that happens throughout the week and all of the nitty-gritty shit. Like that's the stuff yeah. I love about Maths. That, that's what makes this show for me. So I'm really interested and keen to see how these couples are going to actually give themselves to the experiment because I think – it's very telling if you see a participant that's not really into doing the tasks, doesn't give time, mm. doesn't want to spend time with their partner other than when they're filming. It's very telling. Yeah. So we shall see, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our wedding debrief um, recap and guess this is the first of many, many bonuses for the next fucking three months. Stay tuned, bitches, because I tell you what, it's going to get juicy, it's going to get dirty, and I can't wait. Woo! Love ya. Love yous. Bye.